Hi loves, and welcome to the With Love Always podcast, a podcast to help you live the life you were created for. We are your hosts and your friends, Bree and Marissa, and we're so grateful you're here. We pray you listen and leave feeling more inspired, encouraged, and uplifted. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode. Today we're going to be talking about how you cannot be late to your life. We really just want to encourage and affirm you guys, no matter what age you are, what stage of life you're in, we really believe this is just the beginning and there is so much beauty, so much just abundance that lies ahead of you, so much to look forward to. And so wherever you're at, we just want to, I guess, just kind of get you guys excited about the future, encourage you maybe for those dreams that you've put on the back burner that you're not too late for them. Maybe it's even just things you're walking through and you just feel like they're never going to happen and we just kind of want to reinstill a sense of hope in you. And I just know, at least personally, and this is something we talk about, about a lot on this podcast, specifically because we are in our 20s. And for some context, I'm 25, Bree is 27. Being in our 20s, I feel like there is just so much pressure that society puts on us. We can just feel overwhelmed and feel like we have to have the perfect career, friend group, family, marriage, kids, just everything figured out before we're 30. And that is just so unrealistic. And actually, I think that would kind of be a bummer if we had it all sorted so quickly. I think life is just such a journey and we just want to enjoy every stage and every step of it. And so, yeah, I think let's just kick this off by kind of sharing some personal stories of times in our life. This could be currently or maybe in the past where we just felt like we were running late to our own life. Yeah, I think this is such a good topic when you mentioned that you wanted to speak on it because I I also just like to emphasize and even just empathize with being in your 20s, whether you're slightly older or slightly younger. I feel like this really is such a time in our lives where we just feel the pressure and the weight of everything. Mm-hmm. We feel like we have to have it all figured out. And I think especially like in the world and realm of social media, we have so much access to success unlike we've ever seen, relationships unlike we may have in our own lives, you know, travel destinations. Like we are just seeing inside access into so many areas that without social media, I feel like a lot of us probably wouldn't feel the same pressure that we do to achieve a certain level of success or certain metric of success by a certain age. And I think even speaking from my perspective and things that I've felt like I'm running late to in my life, I think also coming from a place and perspective of living in a city like Los Angeles, where I am such a witness to insane amounts of success, insane amounts of wealth, and people who are slightly older than me or even younger than me who are far, far more successful than me according to a worldly standard. And I think at least for me and speaking on my behalf, areas that I, even as of today, was expressing to Marissa literally earlier in the car before we jumped into recording was just like moments of in all honesty and vulnerability of just kind of feeling like sorrow of, gosh, I just feel like I wish I saw more success in my career. I wish I saw more success in the things I'm pursuing. And that's where I like am a witness in my own life of moments of those pains of feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm falling far behind or I'm not as successful as I should be by my age or I'm not as successful as someone else was by my age. And I think that's been something that I think there's moments of such deep contentment in and such deep proud, like being proud and celebrating where God has led me to this point in my life. And I think for all of us, no matter where you're at, like you have something so significant worth celebrating. I'm so confident of that. But I think that still doesn't negate the equal feelings of pain when that comparison does come in. And so, yeah, I think for me, an area I feel behind in sometimes is career, which I know like sometimes to some, even when I express that, like someone and even any of you guys listening on this episode, y'all may 
be either listening to me on the podcast or seeing my life on social media and you might actually perceive the opposite of me and I think that's also where it's like going back into the social media conversation it's like you we really are getting such insight access to people's lives but we also aren't seeing the full story you know like we aren't seeing like the full emotions or the scope of emotions that someone's feeling and you're not seeing like the full extent of my life like you're seeing a glimpse of my life the beautiful glimpses that exist and they're real and they're not like a facade by any means but it's still just such a small glimpse into my life and for as fruitful as my life is that doesn't negate the moments of pain when I feel like I'm falling so behind and so that's a really big moment or big area for me and and moment of even actually more so recently realizing that I think I have a little more pain there than I realized and I think that's also just life and maybe it's just getting older when we start putting greater pressure on certain areas of our life to have a certain level of abundance and then I would say another area that I have like felt behind in at different moments in time is honestly like my singleness I think I more so remember when I was in my earlier 20s actually like when I lived in Texas and most of my friends did get married around 21 22 and most of like my college friends for example already have a family which is such a beautiful gift and such a blessing but I remember during those moments in time when I was that age witnessing my friends stepping into relationships and stepping into engagement and stepping into wedding planning and having their weddings and then all these years later they've already you know kind of gone through all those steps in their life and I'm over here like I'm still so single you know and I think while I trust so fully my story and my path that doesn't negate moments in time where I have felt like I am so behind and I know it's not true but even turning 27 I've I've had different moments where I'm like I should be seriously dating someone or I should be on the pathway to marriage and I'm not and that's okay and like truly I'm so thankful for my story up to this point in my life but that doesn't take away from those moments even if it's just like a very brief moment of a sting that you are experiencing that feeling of falling behind so I would say for me those are two areas of my life where I experience that sting the most and it's not frequently it's not all consuming but it is ever present and I share that, of course, to like share my experience, but also I imagine that there's someone out there, whether you are far younger than me or older than me, you may have experienced those similar stings. And I think truly regardless of your age, like does not matter if you are significantly younger than me or older than me, like I mentioned, you are not invalidated because of your age for the stings that you're experiencing. So mm-hmm. And I could talk about this forever, but specifically on like the thought of like marriage. I remember being 18 and wanting to get married and that's like so young in hindsight, but also you're not invalidated for being at any age you are and experiencing a pain over any area of your life. So, and we'll dive way deeper into that later on in this episode. I feel like I had way more to say than I even realized, but yeah, those are some of my stings with feeling like I'm yeah, and I can relate to so many of those. And when you were sharing that, I really think it's such a good reminder that a lot of times feeling late is very contextual because it's, it's again, like if we really think about it in like an abstract sense, it is impossible to be late to your life because it's your life. So you're always going to be on time. But when we start to put our life in reference to other people, where I think this really becomes a conversation where comparison is such a parallel to it, because we're often like, that's just, I think, human nature to reference those around us. And so like in LA, a lot of your friends and a lot of people your age are still single. So I'm sure that doesn't sting as much versus when you go back to Texas and yeah, a lot of people who are married and like Mm -hmm. same for us with my husband and I, and he like grew up more so like in the Midwest and the South. So when he goes back to visit his family and people he grew up with are new, like even in high school, college, and they have like multiple kids that to us is like such a wild concept. And we're like, 
oh shoot, are we late? Like this is, it's, you don't feel that way until you start to put yourself in that environment. And so I really want to remove that sense. I think probably like the number one thing we can do is just stop comparing ourselves. Mm -hmm. And especially with social media, like it's so easy for us to pull out one area where we see somebody and they might even be like, quote unquote, early. And then we're comparing like our life to that area and then the success of somebody else. And then we want that person's friend group and like we kind of just pick and choose. And so, yeah, just to be like even specific with myself, I know Honestly, I think it's very much where I live and growing up kind of in the Los Angeles area. It is so career focused that I just always thought coming out of college, I was going to like just have it figured out within like within a few years. I always just had hoped that I would kind of be ahead. And now I'm like, I am still very much figuring out my career, not only my career, but my sense of purpose, Mm -hmm. even what I'm good at. Like, I am still getting to know myself. Like, there is still a lot to learn and a lot. I think that happens, like, as we get older, we're refining ourselves. And I'm actually realizing that some of my weaknesses actually might be my strengths now. So I think it is just such an evolving process. But one specific example, I remember when we were talking about doing the podcast, I honestly was like, I feel like we're too late to even starting a podcast. And that was a fear I had. And it almost prevented me from even wanting to do this because I was like, everybody's already started a podcast. Like, why would we go and do one? And that is just so unfortunate because now it's like, a place where I feel so much purpose, but just because I felt like I was late, I was going to not do something that I knew I should do. And so that's like a huge part of this conversation and kind of what we're going to dive into. We want to re-inspire you guys and re-excite you because I think sometimes we put, whether it's dreams or hopes, kind of on the back burner because we think we're going to be too late. Where again, number one, that's just like not possible because if it's for us, it is meant to be and we can start at any point. But also, I just think we underestimate like what we're capable of. We are more capable today in our present moment of doing things now than we were when we were young. So you don't have to start as a kid in these areas to develop hobbies or to figure out what you want to do. I think we're learning more and more about ourselves every single day. So this is the perfect time to start is in the present moment. So I kind of broke it up into some categories. We have career and purpose and then also just kind of like relationships, family. But the first one is kind of I mushed a few things together. So I was just thinking our interests, hobbies, and even like our health. Um, So yeah, I just kind of want to hear some of your thoughts on that category and just kind of speak into it. Yeah. So when I think about those different like interest hobbies and just areas of your life that you may feel like you're running late in. I think something, especially because I work for a fitness platform, something I see a lot of is people's goals around their health. And I know that, you know, even with this year kind of ending and people already thinking ahead to a new year, And I think honestly, all throughout the year, there's such a focus on like getting in the best shape of your life, feeling your best, so on and so forth. I think something that so often so many people experience, and maybe this is yourself as well, is maybe you just feel really stuck in the area of your health of, gosh, I can never achieve that goal of looking a certain way or feeling a certain way or, oh, it's too late for me. It's already nearly the end of the year. I might as well just continue down the same patterns and lifestyle choices and this and that that I'm currently pursuing. Or maybe it's the fact that you're just, I don't know, feeling like not good enough to prioritize yourself in this way or you feel like you should have already gotten yourself together and figured it all out and and know yourself and your body and your mind in that way and I think like I said because I do work for a fitness platform and I do hear so many stories of people who are so desperate to prioritize their health but they feel so defeated like I'm a mom of two and I I'm too late to be able to start this goal in my life or I don't have the time to do this in my life or whether you're a college student and you feel like 
no one else is taking care of themselves in that way and you feel like gosh, it's just impossible for me to achieve that goal or that dream or show up for myself in that way. And so I know that is such a deep area that I think so many of us, including myself at different points in time, have experienced of like, gosh, I feel late to knowing how to take care of my body in a certain way. Or I feel like I'm not doing enough in comparison to some people who on social media, they are doing it perfectly and they look amazing and they're, you know, showing it and like glamorizing it which is a beautiful thing to celebrate but I also think at least even for myself like though I love prioritizing my health and I love taking care of myself truthfully even since I got back from Croatia I feel like I've been in such a busy season and I haven't been prioritizing my sleep routine and my movement routine as much or my nutrition as much and I can feel the effects of it on my body and it's so easy for me to feel like oh my gosh like I'm just not doing enough compared to the people I see on social media who are have all the time in the world to work out and have all the time in the world to meal prep and this is that and I don't know I think it's it's something that I know I experience and I think another thing too is like even to what Marissa was saying about like hobbies and interest. I think about the podcast. I remember when we were first kind of having discussions about it, I remember similar feelings kind of arose for me of like, oh my gosh, I would love to start a podcast, but is that so predictable? Like, is that something that everyone's done and we're too late? And how sad is it to think that there was a moment in time when we would have ceased this even conversation today to exist had we given into the lies that we were too late and that we don't deserve to start something new just because we weren't the first people to start it you know and I think that equally breaks my heart to whatever realm of like interest or hobby or dream or passion that you have before you it doesn't have to necessarily be in the scope of those two things but I think like you know even friends that I have who I have a friend I'm particularly thinking about how he just like loves photography so much and it's something that I think he wants to pursue a little bit more of but he feels like hindered or held back just because of time and just because he feels like everyone does it nowadays and it's such a saturated market but it's like that doesn't take away from you it doesn't take away from your gifts and your capabilities and your want and desire to show up for yourself it's never too late today or tomorrow or months from now to start taking care of yourself in a new way to start picking up that camera if that's what you want to do to start that dream even if everybody's doing it like does not matter if everyone's doing it because at the end of the day nobody can do it for you and nobody can do it like you and I think that's such a beautiful beautiful reality even in like with podcasts, for example, there's so many podcasts that I know all of you who are listening, you guys could choose over us. And that's a beautiful thing. That is such a gift. But at the end of the day, nobody can select the words that Marissa and I do. Nobody can select the topics that Marissa and I do. And I think that's a beautiful thing when we acknowledge that there is just, there's so much opportunity for you and whatever you're passionate about because nobody can do it like you can. And I feel like honestly as I'm speaking I'm I'm almost reminding myself of this because like I said even just moments ago I was even facing like some really deep discouragement over my passions like with the podcast and just I think that also ties into career where I was just like I just feel like I I I just I crave more like I crave more and I feel sometimes like I'm not doing enough and I'm not good enough and that I should be farther along in certain things even with the podcast but I feel like even as I'm speaking it's such a reminder of like no just to be showing up for yourself to whatever capacity even if it's your absolute best effort or even if it's not your best effort like the fact you're showing up even regardless is something to so 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 just be celebrated in whatever interest of yours that you deeply desire to pursue. I love that you mentioned that because that is something that gets in my way so often is the desire for 
things to be perfect or perfectionism. And that is something I'm working so hard on because I think, and I know this is so real for so many people, we just want, if we're going to do something, we want to do it really well, but we forget that there's often a learning curve. So if we pick up a new hobby or even if we are pursuing our health journey, whatever new interest it might be, we have to start at ground zero. Like you have to start somewhere. And so inevitably you are going to have so much room to get so much better. But I think knowing even for me, I'm like, I don't want to start a new hobby knowing that I'm going to be so bad in the beginning and I'm probably going to have to go practice it or do it in front of people and they'll see how bad I am. But that is just part of the journey and we all have to start at the beginning. And something in this conversation I want to reframe is just focusing on what we can achieve in our lifetime rather than what we can achieve just in the next few months or the next year. Because I think it's easy to look ahead and think, okay, I can't get super far in the next few months, but we have a lifetime ahead of us. So we have so much time to, like if we live to 100, we are just starting our life. We have 75 years to figure out these things, to start new things. And imagine how great we could be if we started today and had 75 years to practice and get better at something. And something that really kind of inspired this conversation was a show I recently watched on Netflix, and it was called Live to 100 Secrets of the Blue Zones. And it basically follows these different areas Um Blue zones are essentially places with the most centenarians. I think that's how you say it. It's people that live to 100 or beyond. So they're insane. Yeah, they're looking at all of and it's all over the world. And they're following these people that are living to 100 and beyond. And they just have this beautiful life. And honestly, beyond like for me, I I know when I was watching it, I was like, I don't know that I even need to live to 100. But what was so inspiring was when they were interviewing these people that were in their late 90s to 100s. They were so full of life. They seemed so healthy. They had passions. They were gardening, horseback riding. They were active. They were like sharp and witty and they were spending time with their family and that to me just opened my perspective and I just started thinking like what if I started viewing my life thinking that was what was ahead for me and what if I wasn't focused on even reaching a number but more enjoying the quality of my life because they would keep working not because they had to they didn't have to do any of these things they could go to a nursing home or let their family just take care of them and do whatever they wanted but they wanted to be outside. They want it to be with their friends. They want it to have this beautiful full life. And I found myself making way more excuses than they were. And I'm like, I have every reason to live a beautiful full life and to go after these dreams, desires, interests. And yet I am intimidated because I feel like I'm too late and it's taking somebody that's a hundred years old to tell me that that is not the case. And I need to focus on what's ahead? What What is that life when I'm reaching my elderly age? Like, how do I want to feel? What do I want it to look like? What hobbies do I want to have and focus with that lens into, I think when we start really looking at what do we want our life to look like mm-hmm. at 60, 70, it doesn't seem so intimidating to start something today because it feels young and we feel like we have a lot of time. So, I love that so much. And as you were speaking, it made me think of like, what if we actually believed that the best was yet to come and that all of the opportunity in our life wasn't something we've already missed? And I think that is the framework that we fall into of believing that the best like opportunities we could have ever had would have been something that we we would have taken and achieved in the past. And I think that's the detriment of... Mm the kind of like framework that I think society and culture is like placing on us of, oh my gosh, if by 27, you don't have your own business and you're not a millionaire, (laughs) you know, it's like you miss your opportunity to be Forbes 30 under 30, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And I know that's a very extreme example, but also that is examples that I know Marissa and I do see here in LA of like, 
we see the extreme of things and those are something to be so celebrated and so recognized. But what if you believed that your greatest opportunity at success or joy or achievement or whatever that is for you is not something you missed and is behind you, but is actually something that gets to come towards you and is in the future. And I think when we like shift that mindset of, I don't know, like there's missed opportunities versus there's approaching opportunity, it just actually makes you so much more excited for the goodness that is to come versus thinking that you're late and that it it can't come yet. Like we have a lifetime for it to come. And I think something that I was thinking about, and I may have mentioned this on a podcast episode before, but I like truly repeat this to myself all the time. Like I've repeated this to myself, repeated this to some of my friends that are even in their 30s. And something I think about to what Marissa is saying, like if we, I mean, 100 is a long time, but let's say we're projected to live, I don't know exactly what the average lifespan is, but let's say we you know, God willing, live until we are 70 years old, 80 years old, whatever it may be. What a blessing that would be. Why do we disqualify ourselves in the first 20-something years of our life if we are projected to live a additional 50, Mm. 60, maybe even more? And I always say, and this is not to disqualify any young listeners out there, but I always say like, Technically, in the U.S., you are a legal adult by 18, but speaking on behalf of myself, I honestly feel like I didn't even get a semi-grasp of myself until I was maybe around 20. And so if you're younger, I mean, it's totally fine. I think that's just like my own experience. But so I always like say that at 20 years old is kind of when I saw my life really beginning. Mm -hmm. And if I'm 27 now, then that means I'm only seven years old. Like I'm only seven years old into this adult thing, maybe nine years old if you consider 18 the legal age of when I became an adult. But if I'm only seven years old, why am I so disqualifying myself for not fully knowing who I am, not fully knowing my purpose, not fully having all of my life in order, not achieving every dream and not pursuing every hobby it's like I have a lifetime to go I have a lifetime of growing and changing and learning myself and that's not to disqualify the first other 20 something years of my life but truly I think if you are in your 20s you probably can agree with me that you know around that 18 19 20 year old age when you're maybe off the way at college and or you're just like maybe not living with your parents or whatever your experience is I feel like the onset of your 20s is such a season and decade of your life of such learning of yourself that it kind of feels like you're just beginning it kind of feels like you're just starting to become an adult and just starting to discover parts of yourself and so yeah why do we disqualify ourselves at 20 anything when we are projected to live hopefully until we are 80 years old that means that there's 60 more years of our life 50 to 60 more years of our life left to discover who we are what we're good at and pursue all of those things and that when I think about that kind of relieves me of the feelings of I'm behind and also makes me so excited to think like whoa All I've learned about myself in my 20s so far, in the seven years into my 20s, only seven years. I have 50 to 60 more years, if not more years, to repeat that seven-year pattern and learn myself that much deeper. That actually blows my mind when I think about, like, I can't even imagine how well I'll know myself and how much I'll change. That like blows my mind. And I think that's what's so exciting. And even as we're speaking, I feel like we're encouraging ourselves. Yeah. Like, absolutely. I just honestly, I'm like, I wish we put more emphasis and celebrate it more, just us learning and getting to know ourselves. I'm like, we should not even be focused on the outcome because, or like the output yet. That doesn't even matter. We are just literally laying the foundation, building our character, becoming a person, like just developing, evolving, learning. Mm -hmm. We should not be focused on what we are outputting yet. Like, I just feel like it's way too early. Um, 
And that kind of brings us to the next section, which is career slash purpose. I know we touched on this a little bit of this is something we've both kind of felt a little bit behind in. And I felt like because we are still young and we have a lot of career and life to live, it would be fun to just share stories of people that you most likely have heard of that maybe you didn't even realize when they found success because it was later in life. So we're just going to read through um, some of some different people. So I'm just going to kick it off. The first person I chose was Viera Wing. And Viera Wing was a figure skater and journalist before entering the fashion industry at age 40. And today she's one of the world's premier women's designers. And I love Tara Wink, so I had to include her. <laughs> I love that. Okay, another one is Julia Child, which I'm sure so many of us have heard about, like her legendary cookbook. Um, so it says, after working in media and advertising, Julia Child decided to learn how to cook while living in France. She turned her newfound hobby into a career, not without hitting major bumps on along the road. Julia published her first book at 50 years old, and then she turned into a celebrity chef with her own TV show. She also became the first woman to be inducted into the Culinary Institute of America's Hall of Fame at 50 years old. That is amazing. (laughs) So next I chose Morgan Freeman, and Morgan Freeman tried so many times to become an actor, but it didn't work. At the end, he found himself working as a pilot in the Air Force. And after some time, Morgan realized that his real passion was for acting. So he decided to continue pursuing his career in acting. Morgan was 45 years old with no big success. But as he kept trying and trying, he hit success at the age of 50, where he finally acted in popular movies. And by the age of 67, Morgan Freeman won the Oscar in his performance in the film Million Dollar Baby. 67. You have time to win an Oscar. Dang, that's so good. Dang, like 40 years. That's so, that is amazing. Also, actually, another one that I was thinking about, I don't know the full story of, I actually think about Elvis Presley. I like know that that was his story too, of he was like rejected so much immediately when he would like audition or pitch songs or something. And I'm definitely butchering this. But then, like, he literally turned out to be one of the most infamous people ever, like, in the history of music. And another person I was thinking about was Mel Robbins, which she's, like, a motivational, like, speaker and an author. And I can't remember exactly the age in which she described that she, like, started hitting success. I believe it was in her 40s, but I was listening to a podcast episode that she was on of Jay Shetty's and she was literally speaking about how at 54 like she like she's just kind of discovering her success and she didn't publish her book until she was in her 40s and that was so like encouraging and just awe-inspiring for me of like why am I over here feeling like I'm so behind when yeah some of these ages we're hearing is 67 it's 45 it's 50 it's like all those things. And maybe that doesn't mean that your success is going to be at those ages. And maybe it is sooner, maybe it's later. But I think it's just like such a reminder of like how age should not define that quality of success in our life. Like you are not more qualified or more worthy or more anything just because you achieved a certain amount of success at a certain age or got married at a certain age or picked up a hobby at a certain age. Like there is enough time to to do and accomplish so much. And actually a really beautiful story that happened to me last weekend that is so perfect for this conversation and honestly had me thinking so introspectively was I was on a walk with one of my good friends and we were walking down the road called Abbot Kinney here in LA. It's it's in Venice and basically it's just like a pretty popular road. I'm sure some of you guys listening know what it is, but it's a pretty popular road where there's just like a lot of shops and lots of things happening. And anyways, as we were on our walk, we were like going to grab coffee. We saw like this handwritten like poster <laughs> like hung up and it was like for sale, like leather goods, home decor, all this sort of stuff. And we're like, oh, like so cool. Like let's see where it is and anyways we saw this old man walking kind of around the corner and we asked him he was like oh is this where the 
the garage sale is and he's like yeah it's back here and so we proceeded to go back into his like cute little house and he was selling everything he was selling his clothes his furniture his coffee table books i did buy a coffee table book (laughs) and his artwork and turns out this old man was an artist and he proceeded to tell my friend and i that he has lived in venice beach california for 40 years of his life and he is a artist that is what he's so passionate about and the walls of his home were just covered in so much artwork and I remember asking him I was like is this yours and he's like yes this is mine and so anyways I'm like rummaging through stuff I did buy a coffee table book that I love and as we're just kind of going through all the stuff that he had we asked him he was like oh like why are you selling everything and he told us he was like actually tomorrow at 8 a.m in the morning i am catching my flight to paris because i am moving to paris france and that was just like so awestrucking like of a moment because he then proceeds to tell us he's like you know i have been an artist for my entire life like it is his full-time career he loves it he's so passionate about it but he said he's like always in the back of my heart and always in the back of my mind my dream was to pursue art in Paris and he said at 81 years old 81 he realized that he is not too late to pursuing his dream of moving to Paris and he said at 81 years old I realize that I'm good at art he has 40 years of experience as an artist I'm good at art but I can be better And so I'm moving to Paris at 81 to study art. And I just had a moment and I don't even know if this man realized how much of an impact that had on me in the moment. And I don't think I was able to verbalize that. But it really just went to show me of like at 81, this man is living out the dream that his whole life he thought he would never get to do. And one day he woke up and literally decided I'm selling everything and moving. And whether that is your dream, like to that magnitude of something so big and so grand, you really cannot be late to pursuing that dream. And I think he went on to say, like, I just had a moment where I realized like I've gone my whole life wishing that I would do this. And it always felt without with it always felt out of reach it always felt like it didn't make sense it always felt like it was too far out there and then I realized like when's a better time than now and I just love that mentality because it made me think of like my life between now and 81 I can't even fathom the dreams that will come up for me but to know that even at 81 I can change my mind and even at 81 I can change the course of my life with one decision and pursue a new hobby and get something get better at something like that just inspired me so tremendously i love that story i have chills <laughs> so the last kind of category i wanted to touch on was relationships so this can include marriage family friendships i know this is such a kind of like hot topic <laughs> i honestly any age i want to say in her 20s but i really feel like at any age and I mean, I know we both feel the gravity of this, and I think we touched on it briefly a little bit, but just to share like a personal story, my husband and I got married pretty young, and so we've actually been married for four years, and so I remember the day we literally had our wedding, and people were asking us when we were going to try to have kids, and it's I'm like, oh my gosh, we just got married. Like I haven't even really thought about that and so naturally that is still like the question everybody asks and again like I love when people ask that because we are so excited and so like expectant of that chapter for our life but also at the same time like we can feel that pressure and that weight and we want to be young parents and to start a family and that can just feel so weighty and we feel like we still have a lot to figure out and learn and so this conversation is even such a reminder for me that nobody else can tell us when 
that time is best for us. And even we can make plans and we can try to have kids tomorrow and we don't know what that's going to look like. But I just truly believe in my heart that God has such a beautiful plan for our future, for our lives, for our family, and that we can't be late to that. And so I don't have to sit here and worry or be anxious because I know God is preparing all of those details and we will have a family at the perfect time for us. And so I want to encourage you, whatever age you're sitting at and whatever that next chapter looks like, that nobody can know what's right other than you. Like it is your life to live and you will know in your heart what feels right. And even if you're so eagerly waiting. Maybe you're waiting to find the spouse, waiting to find the friendships. That will come in the right time. And sometimes we need to wait for the right people and it is so worth the wait. So whatever that looks like, I just really want to encourage us all in that area. Yeah, I think it's so beautiful, even the contrast like at this table, because I know that so many of you guys know like one of the things that I'm waiting on is you know, for my person and to meet my person and to get married and all that sort of stuff. And I think that is one of those areas I also have to continue to remind myself of is that if you are in the in-between or if you are waiting for a blessing or if you feel like you're waiting for your life to start, kind of like what this whole episode has been about, is that there is always purpose and intention in that waiting. It's not to forsake you. It's not because you're behind. It's not because God showed favoritism over one person over the other, whether it's in any of the things we've talked about, relationships, career, hobbies, dreams, success. Like you are not behind. You have not been shown shown more or less favor over any area of your life. It's just so tremendously different. And I think where you may be experiencing abundance in one area, you may also be experiencing lack in another. And where someone may be experiencing the abundance of you know, a marriage, for example, maybe my season is the abundance of friendships. And so regardless of what relationships you feel like you're waiting on in your life, whether it is to find that significant other or whether it's to marry that significant other or whether it's to, you know, start a family or mend relationships within your family or whether that is to like meet friends that you love and adore, it really does not matter which age or which dream you are trying to take a hold of, it is all available for you in due timing. And so just believing that every single moment in which you feel like you're waiting or every single moment where there's a question mark over that area of your life, it really is all just pointing you down the pathway towards the blessing that is to come for you. I think about like even in some of my friends' life, like I have friends who've expressed to me that, you know, in their early 20s, they really struggled with friendships and they felt like they never found their core people and how in their late 20s at 28, 29, 30, it's as if for the first time in their life, they're finding their people and they're finding their friendships that fill their hearts and that they feel so seen by. And I think that's just one of the examples of it's not that you're late. It's not that you're behind. It's just that the timeline of your life is different. And in an instant, you just never know how God is going to bless that perfect friend or that perfect boyfriend and girlfriend or that perfect conversation to bring whatever you are deeply desiring in your life. And I think the last thing that I will say on just like the waiting game is I think ultimately just reminding yourself that, you know, even the people that you admire most, they are also waiting for something and they are also feeling equally as behind in some area. And I think just as, you know, Marissa and I sit at this table, I don't even want you guys to mistake for a moment that there's not our own stings in our life like we've kind of shared. I think it's so easy when you see only a glimpse of someone's life from the outside that you think like, you know, I could look at Marissa and be like, oh, she's married and she has a beautiful home and all these things. But also what you may not see and what I may not see or others may not see is the wrestling of all the other things that she's feeling behind in. And same for me. It's like someone could look at my career. Someone could look at you know, my move to LA and all these beautiful, abundant things, my friendships from the outside and be like, there's no lack 
in Bree's life. But gosh, that it, that's not to diminish the blessings that I do have. But that's not to say that lack does not feel like it exists in my heart at times. And so I we share that. I share that because I just want it to be such a comfort to you that you are so held in this space and you are so held in this episode. And yeah, we just love you guys so tremendously. And I think with almost every episode, we always love speaking on topics that are actually inducing pain, <laughs> and, which sounds really like intense, but are inducing some sort of pain in our lives currently. And I know that through conversations Marissa and I have both had, we have like felt the sorrow of this feeling. And that is the space we are speaking from, not a space of having this conquered, not of a space of we have this figured out and we don't feel like we're behind. We feel presently behind. Yeah. And it's from that space that we're encouraging you and ourselves in the process. Yes. Uh, that is so true. I mean, even like I was just thinking of this morning and there are just heartfelt prayers and such there's like things that are so specific I know in my own life where I am waiting on that answered prayer and so I think that waiting never goes away like I feel like there's always an area I'm going to be waiting on God to show up and something I found is that when when I have to wait on something or when I get something later than I expected it is never without purpose or intention like it is because that thing is being prepared and it is oftentimes better than I could have ever imagined and it is so intentional and it is because I am not supposed to have it yet and I think that's just like how we want to conclude this episode is we want you guys to dream big and know that yes there is so much beauty to your life and the best is yet to come but part of that does involve waiting mm -hmm. and you are not alone in that we are all waiting on something I think we are currently living in so many beautiful answered prayers in our life but I'm also so expectant of so many prayers that have yet to be answered in my own life in my friends lives and that is just part of the journey and there is just so much to be hopeful for and expectant of in the future and this is really the beginning and we just want you guys to give it your all and just whatever it is that's on your heart to go after that and know that whether it's starting it on your own or waiting for that thing to come into your life, it is on its way and it is being prepared and that waiting has such purpose and intention and there's so much that happens amidst that that is a very active place to be resting in and most of all, we just hope that this conversation gave you a peek into our lives and just encouraged you in this specific area. Okay, for this week's love notes, we're just going to do a bit of a life catch up on this last week of life. So we're going to do highs, lows, and then what we are currently looking forward to. So starting with our highs, Brie, do you want to kick us off? I'll kick us off. So my high was actually yesterday. I had such a good day. It's been a glorious last couple of summer days. I guess like, yeah, I guess the summer is coming to a close. It's crazy, which is always beautiful in California. But I went on a hike in Malibu and then I actually went to a comedy show on the beach yesterday. It was so much fun. It was just like the most perfect Saturday. So I feel like that was my. That sounds so fun. Mine, I'll copy you and say my saturday yesterday <laughs> it's sunday today so yesterday was our saturday yeah and my husband and i went down to orange county and we celebrated a friend's birthday on the beach and that was super fun it's beautiful yeah they just they moved down there pretty recently and they have just found the most amazing community so honestly just seeing like your friends thriving is just the best feeling ever and to connect to that afterwards we had a friend's housewarming party and she also like literally just moved down there two weeks ago and same thing just had a house full of friends and it is just so cool to see that these are recent changes and they are just now meeting these amazing people and it kind of connects to this episode I feel like they're like thriving in their life probably the happiest I've ever seen and that just happened like that turned the corner and like it can happen in a few weeks so that was just 
a super, super fun time and a beautiful day. Doing our lows to contrast that. What is your low? <laughs> well, it's actually funny, not funny. But <laughs> Marissa and I were processing a lot before we jumped into this episode that we almost didn't record today just because I know speaking on behalf of myself, I'll let you speak on behalf of yourself. I think I just have felt very emotionally expensed this week. I just, yeah, I have had a lot of like hard things kind of come up in my heart and in my mind and honestly just cried a lot this weekend and not that there's anything like big wrong, but I think that's just life. Like sometimes out of nowhere, it just kind of kicks you a little bit and you just need to sit with your thoughts and just process and grieve even if you don't even know what you're like thinking. And I think that was just me this week of just like lots of tears and just kind of having to give myself the space to be like, I'm just tired, you know, like I'm emotionally tired. So yeah, that was a little hard for me this week. Yeah, mine, uh, I can so relate to that. I, yeah, just feeling the weight of lots of things and to kind of even, I know I was briefly touching on it with just like waiting on answered or prayers that have yet to be answered. And I think for me, I was just feeling the emotional weight of that where I'm just so expectant of what's ahead. And naturally, I think the next step of that is a lot of times like God removes something from my life to put something else in place. And so I felt that removal and I've been very hopeful, but I'm starting to just feel the pain of the loss of those things. But I'm so eager and excited and even I like can't wait to share. And I believe that'll be such a testimony of, yes, these things were removed, but because there is something better in store. And so I'm expecting, but that doesn't mean that it isn't so hard. And sometimes you just feel like, oh, the sting of just not knowing what kind of lies ahead. Mm. So lastly, it's just as we're kind of looking ahead, what we're looking forward to. So something I'm looking forward to within the next week is I'm going to Santa Barbara next weekend and I'm going to go on a little weekend getaway. So that should be really fun. I've been to Santa Barbara before, but it's been almost a year since I've been. So just excited. I mean, I love LA and honestly, I've been traveling so much that I like don't want to leave LA, but a short like weekend trip, it's like two and a half hours away, I think will be so much fun. So I'm looking forward to it. That'll be so nice. What I'm looking forward to is my husband and I are doing a little staycation. So kind of similar, we're going down to San Diego and I haven't really taken a proper like vacation since I started my job. It's been like close to a year and a half and I think I've taken off like a day or two here or there, but we didn't have any like travel planned and I just felt the need for rest. And so I was like, you know, whether we go somewhere or not, I am just going to intentionally rest and take some time off. And I am so excited to do that. And I think we'll, we're planning on going to San Diego, but also I think our plans could even change and who knows where it will end up. So just going to take some time to relax. So I'm really looking forward to that. Okay, you guys, that is the end of this episode. We hope you feel encouraged and inspired. I know I am leaving feeling so full and so excited for what is to come. So we just are praying you have a beautiful week ahead of you and we will see you in our next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We pray this episode was encouraging and life-giving. If you found it valuable, please share it with a friend, leave a review and subscribe. And be sure to follow us along over on Instagram at With Love Always Podcast. Signing off with all of our love always, Bree and Marissa.